Hello everyone, I am Jordana. Welcome to the first episode of From Numbness to Fulfillment. I am so happy and thrilled that you are joining me today in this new adventure I am getting myself into. <laughs> I like you to think of this as a space for you to be who you are truly without judgment and just explore what comes up with an open mind. So grab yourself a cup of your favorite drink, get comfortable, and let's begin. Today, I thought I would jump in without intro just because it's the first episode and because we are starting this new relationship and you may or may not know me. So I will introduce myself and then you can jump in and introduce yourself. That would be brilliant. I am 36 years old, not that it matters really. I am all about learning from experience, not only mine, but also I love to learn from other people's experiences. So it's not the ears that count for me, but what they leave you with. I truly love and celebrate my birthdays. I did many things in my life. I am fundamentally curious and enthusiastic about everything life related. Everyone that knows me can attest to that. I am completely obsessed with true connection and self-development and learning as much as I can from everything around me. Everything. So this extreme passion to sink in everything I could like a sponge helped me to notice very early in my life that pretty much every issue in life can be tracked down to a root cause of disconnection of some kind. So in my seeker journey, I learned from people like Brené Brown, Mo Robbins, Marshall Rosenberg, Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, Vanessa Loader, Kathy Heller, and many more super inspiring people that helped me in my quest to find out how do people get to be fulfilled in their lives. Every day, not just with bits here and there. I also did a variety of jobs. They are not directly related to what I want to share with you here, but just so you have some background, let's see. I am a singer-songwriter. I was a makeup artist for productions and magazines, an image consultant, a wedding planner, although I only planned my own wedding with a beautiful six months pregnancy, but that's a story for another day. A project manager of a media agency. I managed a hospitality business as well. I'm a business coach. And there are other things I learned, different therapies like Reiki, magnified healing and many other energy therapies. So I am kind of a mix of things. Um, but those are just roles, like an actor in movies. They are not something that defines me. I could play many more and I will. I definitely will. Because I am still here, so why not? On a personal side, I am a mom of three kids two from my belly and one from my heart. With Daniel, my husband, we have Juno, she's 11, Luca, he's 13, and Sebastian, he's 17. And he was part of my husband's package. And luckily for me, both of his parents were super generous in letting me behave and become his second mom that I absolutely love. So there you have it. You know more about me, so what about you? What are you obsessed and most passionate about? And what is one thing that people can say about you? Is your resilience? Is, I don't know, you're super funny. Um, I don't know. What is just one thing that people can
can say about you. All right, I want to explain a bit why I am doing this. Like, why would I put a microphone in front of me and talk openly about personal things and lessons I learned in life? Well, when I was a teenager, I had a really rough adolescence. Which you should kind of know, right? Because the name tells you it means to grow. Like, you will have experiences that will make you grow up. That's the whole point of this in-between stage where you're not a kid, but you're not an adult either. I love the definition that you're old enough, you want to be an adult, but young enough that no one takes you seriously. Well, for me, it was a real struggle. I found life very hard. I saw how people treated each other without understanding why. Bad, I mean. And I disconnected myself from who I was, and that made me be sometimes in not the best of places. That in turn led me to have more pain, more disconnection, and into that vicious cycle that I couldn't get out of, of not caring for my own life, not liking my body, and just questioning what was the point of me being here. So I thought I would go back to the first time, the first glimpse where I noticed how disconnection affects us in real life. At 14, I started seeing the difference between how the world see us and how we feel, how they can be two very different things. I had a boyfriend, a kiss boyfriend, come on, we were only 14. I think we've been together for a year, year and a half. And somehow during this time, he started getting thinner and thinner. He was a bit chubby when we first started, so it made sense, it made sense when he wanted to lose some weight. But he started being thinner than what it would be nice. Again, we were 14, so we didn't know much about life. So we didn't realize that he was developing an eating disorder. He would never eat, no matter what everyone said to him. His father was a complete tyrant. He would treat him terribly bad. And his mother was really nice, but there was so much he could do, feeling helpless and not able to to do anything for his son, to help him. I remember the yelling and everything his father told him. And now I am sure that he was doing whatever he could do, but he had in front of him his sweet, sweet boy that was doing his best, but he just couldn't eat. No matter how hard he tried, his mother would say, please, just one spoon, just one, and that's it. But he couldn't. So he would force it down, of course, and feel horrible and cried. It was heartbreaking. We started talking with doctors. We didn't know what was going on. And eventually a doctor gave us one explanation that made sense to me. I know that maybe there are a lot of explanations and probably this is not the most scientific one. But this one made sense to me at 14. And that was... When you go to the dentist and the dentist puts you anesthesia to fix the tooth, you have the sensation that your cheek is swollen. Your tongue is as big as your entire mouth. Your lip is about to fall off. It's just terrible, the impression that you're kind of an alien. But if you look at yourself in the mirror, your face is just perfect. It didn't change at all. While you're looking your normal face in the mirror, your body, your mind, they are telling you that something is off. The thing about 
disconnection is that when you're in that state, you cannot see it. As the episodes start unfolding, we'll talk more about needs and the type of needs and emotions. But today, I want to start with something really simple, but so helpful for me. This tool alone helped me um, start to shift my mind to be able to come out of the quicksand of depression that I was in some years back. I chose this one to be the first tool I share with you. This is the thought and evidence tool. And it will work with whatever damaging thought you have. I don't know if that's a real name. That's a name that is easy for me. But it is really powerful. That's why I love it so much. It helps me on a daily basis and it helps everyone I share it with. So here it goes. For this, you will need a piece of paper and a pen or anything you can write on. So pause the audio if you need to. You will divide the page in five columns. On the first one, you will put the thought that is not serving you. For example, I am not worthy of whatever, or I cannot lose this weight, or I could never be brave enough to do X. Whatever your thought is, just put it there. I'll give you a couple of seconds to do that. Then on the second column, you will put how this thought makes you feel, like helpless, a heavy weight in my chest, or anything you feel. Feel free to write everything that comes up for you. It doesn't have to be a feeling per se. It could be a sensation, could be a physical sensation. Just, just everything, just write it down. I recommend you pause the audio for this. On the third column, you will put what is the evidence that this is true. So here you will give your super cranky ego the lead role and let it blurt everything out, everything. So take your time and just write everything. And if you need to pause the audio, please do so. So once everything's out and your ego stops for a glass of water to keep talking, you will move on to the fourth column and write. And this is a good one. We are going to start shifting something here. You will write, what is the evidence that this is not true? So here, as soon as a glimpse of hope starts coming through, you will start noticing some resistance and that's okay. Just keep at it and let your mind, your body, your soul give you the answers and write everything down. And if you cannot come up with anything, just breathe and keep asking the question, keep asking and I promise you will have many answers. Again, pause the audio for this. And lastly, close your eyes and sit for a bit with this new evidence presented on the case and notice how this makes you feel. Do you feel the same as the beginning? Do you feel like a weight was lifted? Do you feel the same but a slight shift, like something opened? So don't think, just be present and feel what you feel and write down that in the last column. So pause the audio so you can truly feel and write. If this is the first time you do this exercise and your mind is used to justifying that thought, it could take some time to stop having that damaging thought or similar to that one. But if you retrain your mind to, instead of draining you, it looks for evidence that empower you, you will eventually catch a thought that is not serving you quicker and quicker. And the awareness part, just like in every problem, is the most important part. You cannot change anything if you cannot see it. 
So just by noticing it, you're already halfway through to getting the solution. Alright, before we finish today, I want to ask you something. Please be patient with yourself. There is a reason why you're listening to this now. Dean always says your best self brought you here. So keep at it. Be present. Give yourself the grace to make mistakes, to try and fail. And we'll talk more about failure in another episode. But for now, just be present. And if sometimes gets a little overwhelming, simply go to a place where you can be by yourself, even if that's a bathroom, and just breathe deeply five times. I promise you will feel calmer and more in control right after. And know that this is a journey and recognize the wins you have each day. Actually, if you could every night before closing your eyes, ask yourself, what three wins I had today? Even the apparently tiny wins, they count. So step by step, you will look at yourself a couple of months from now and you will stare in awe of how far you got and how every day is a new gift and full of opportunities to learn and enjoy something new. All right, until next week, where we'll talk about needs and a great tool to recognize your off-tune so you can quickly pivot to be more aligned with yourself. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something out of it. If you have a question or comment for a future show, you can send it to me at jordana at fromnumbnesstofulfillment.com. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it and subscribe so you never miss out. And remember, we are all in this together. So be kind, be authentic, be courageous and gift the world your best wholehearted self. And if at some point gets overwhelming, think just one step at a time. Let's meet next week for another episode to take you from numbness to fulfillment. Have a great week. Bye-bye. I want